This is Matt Greller, CEO of AIM. Welcome to the Hometown Innovations Podcast. Join us as we share ways our municipalities are positioning themselves for the future, thought-provoking interviews with state and local leaders, and more. Thanks for listening as we tell the municipal story. Welcome to this episode of AIM's Hometown Innovations Podcast. This is Chelsea Schneider, AIM Municipal Innovation Specialist, and today we are in Whiteland with Town Manager Norm Gapehart, talking a little bit about new community engagement efforts Whiteland is undertaking to make sure that the town is a great place to live, work, and play, and also a little bit about telling Whiteland's untold story. So Norm, tell me about the new community events you all are focusing on. This year we were real excited and we had a great time. Uh, we started out with our first um, inaugural um, Santa house. We'd had a, a Santa parade every year with the fire department. This year we started out with the Harley Santa coming in to open the ceremony up. And the first night out, I'm, I'm going to guess we probably had 200 kids here to welcome Santa. And that went from the first weekend of December all the way to the last. And believe it or not, on the, even on December 23rd, we probably processed a, 150 kids through the Santa house. Uh, it was fun and exciting. We also had some opportunities to participate with the school corporation. And our Sparkle Warriors are our cheerleaders that um, are our, our special needs cheerleaders that are they're a tremendous inspiration to our community. Pure hearts and loving and caring for everyone around them. And it's totally an inspiration to me personally on how those moral values are something I can look to. We, we try to highlight those citizens in our community. And I had the honor and pleasure of... Uh, recognizing those four girls to be the Miss Whitelands of 2017-18. And uh, I couldn't make a selection of one because their attitudes and personalities and their drive and um, their inspiration, I just had to pick all four of them. The Town Manager Student Advisory Council has been my link and opportunity and actually my inspiration to, to have these gateways and opportunities with these kids. And I'll tell you, Chelsea, that I'm I'm excited and I'm enthused about what I see in our young people. Um, their the intelligence level, their inspiration, and their maturity—it's unbelievable. And their excitement and interest—we we got a bright future coming uh, here in Whiteland. I think broadly. That's great. I mean, uh, tell me a little bit about why the town chose to focus on community engagement in general, and what can other towns learn from Whiteland? Well, several things. When we started on this journey three years ago to figure out how do we get to, we have what we call, we are Whiteland, the untold story. And, and we just sit on the sidelines for many years, but we have a legacy and generation after generation of family here and commitment and enthusiasm. But we've been reluctant to foster that. But we wanted to get out there and, and get that engagement because the link between the public and local government needs to be there so we un- they understand what we're doing to facilitate quality of life for them and promote growth in a positive manner for them. So contempt prior to investigation happens so much in local government and perceptions become reality. So we want that relationship and we want that fostering of engagement. And so having that comfort level of engagement it creates an opportunity for an openness and, and, and an opportunity for, lessens the opportunity prior for contemporary investigation. 
So we want the people to be engaged in their community, be involved in their community. Um, so much of the culture today, I feel like there's so much misperception and misperception leads to conflict. Uh, and we want to be in a positive, engaging role. And nothing's, every, they were, nothing's perfect, but I feel like the more the lines are open there and how everybody can communicate, relate, and the fun events, I mean, they've been fun, they've been exciting, and, and it doesn't take a lot of money to create excitement and fun. Um, the simple things, um, our community day has been very successful. We had a concert this year along with our, our uh, regular community day. And this is the third year running. We've um, This is their third year running of our State of the Town Address. We're doing all the things that we should do, in my opinion, to create those windows of opportunity. And I, I got to feel, I, I feel like that we have jumped over a hurdle and we keep pacing it to get past the stigmatized uh, perception we may have a, a, encountered or, or received. And I would, let me say parallel that. We are where we are because of the value of what our predecessors gave us. We've been left in a good place. Uh, and so now we just have to capitalize on all that and make it known. That's great. I mean, and you also talk a little bit about your student council and how they have a, a park project. You know, tell me a little bit about the proposal the well, students are working on, too, through your office. The, the town manager student advisory council has just been put together recently. And... Uh, <clears throat> They are, they're not just a title, they are a strong advisory council. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, we're looking at um, an action park concept. We want to be unique in that perspective. We want to create a window to, for folks to choose us as a destination for action and activity. And it parallels our excitement perspective that we look towards. And uh, these kids looked at that, and one of my kids, who I, I'm quite sure is going to be an attorney in the future, <laughs> but he was doing research and looking at the legal ramifications of liability exposure and contacting other cities all over the country and finding out. And, and he was so in tune with that perspective yesterday when he spoke with me. He said, I, I realize that I'm, I'm contacting others. I'm not sure how this relates specifically to Indiana, but I think we can narrow that scope down to find our exposure. And I'm thinking, my gosh, who am I talking to here? <laughs> right. um, but the park court concept is one that we're looking at. We're looking at a BMX park. We're, the, next, the real far one out there, it's, it's a matter of money and, and um, logistics to get it put in. We are looking at a zip line, a uh, splash pad, but we're trying to cre create most of it in uniqueness. Um, the other perspective they wanted to do was a, um, a sand volleyball. Uh, we want to be uh, diverse. Uh, in the application of it, but we want to be unique. Uh, the parkour concept come from another student beyond the town manager student advisory council. This young man approached me and he says, I have a concept and idea I'd like to talk with you about. And when he said parkour, I, I didn't know what he was talking about. So he showed me all this and he told me how it was in other countries in the UK was strong and it hasn't saturated here strongly yet, but it's on its way. and. And it's, this kid's a trendsetter, you know, and mm -hmm. telling me that we need to look to our opportunities for the future. And, and you know what? That's what I need to do. And that's what we need to do is we need to keep open mind because these kids have a, a lot of knowledge and a lot of value. They, they have such great thoughts and ideas. I'm impressed of their maturity level and how they think through the process. Um, I think we, we too, uh, get stigmatized and ingrained in why do we do things? Well, it's always the way we've done it. But it's refreshing and it, it, it creates a new excitement for us. Yeah, that's great. So, 
And along with, you know, really vibrant community events, really vibrant, you know, student council, you guys also have road and infrastructure improvements going on. Um, That's also a really great part of the Whiteland story. So tell me a little bit about what's going on in terms of that. Well, we were very blessed and fortunate that uh, we received $731,000 grant on the community crossings. That's about a third of our paving for the whole community. Um, and that's that's really going to have such a tremendous effect for us. The, I, I got to say, I, I appreciate so much what the governor's office and legislature has done to create the window of funding that we desperately needed across the state of Indiana. And I applaud them for having the courage and the fortitude to stand up and, and proceed with that. It's it's been wonderful. It's been our saving grace on infrastructure. And I think the reflection of this winter shows the importance and the need that we're all seeing across the, the state of Indiana with the potholes. So that, that was a great project. We also positioned in a partnership with the Clark Pleasant School System. We're doing a, a mile and a half track around the school. Um, it's going to be the first loop that goes in on that. We also established uh, my administrative assistant, Carmen Parker, is, is heading up and working with the county very strongly on the, the, the revitalizing and revisiting a, a countywide trail system that's got new legs now, literally new legs, mm-hmm. and it's it's coming back to light and there's an enthusiasm there. So the infrastructure projects, uh, we're, we're trying to cooperate and work with and try to take the assets out of this paving project, for example, our millings, and have those as our base installed on our mile and a half trailway so we can decrease the cost and add the value and keep the money growing and going. Uh, and the state has been so good with, to us on this that we we got to capitalize on what we've received. Well, great. Well, thank you so much, you know, Norm, for your time. I really appreciate learning more about Whiteland. No, thank you. Appreciate you coming down.